You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to Cards to the Moon. This is Clark from 5cardguys.com and 5cardguys on Instagram. With me co-hosting as usual is John, who is Trade You at Recess on IG. And back again, filling in for Hyung is our good friend Will. And by the time this episode airs, it will be January 2024. So hope you guys had a happy new year and hope you're excited for another fun year in the hobby. We'll be here with you guys providing hobby content here on the podcast. And if you haven't already, um, I'm planning to upload more podcast-related clips on the Five Card Guys YouTube channel as well this year. So please subscribe there as well. And thank you. All right, off the top. To start things off in 2024, I wanted to ask you, John and Will, what are your hobby goals for this year? You know, any grail cards you're hoping to pick up? Um, or are you still in selling mode? While you guys think about what your hobby goals might be, I'll start because I got a pretty big one, okay? And it is, I will be attending the National this year. Ooh. All right? Oh, finally. <laughs> finally, Ooh. yes. Where's Where is it at? It's in Cleveland. Cleveland. Late July. Late July? Right? So, barring any unforeseen circumstances, I am fully planning to be in Cleveland, as I mentioned, in late July It'll be my first time there, and man, I can't wait. So if you listeners already know you're going to be there, let me know, and maybe we can connect at the show, of course, and even do a few kind of impromptu pod episodes. That'll be cool. Uh, Maybe make some trades. So um, I talked to my wife about it already. I'm like, I have to go this year, or 2024. And she's like, when is it? I'm like, end of July. I'm just booking that time off. I just got to go this year. <laughs> and, and she's like, okay, fine. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, that's my big news. I, I hope you guys can join me. I, I know it's still months away, but it'll be great if you guys can come as well. But um, I'm just saying I'm going to be there. So oh, there you go. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so jealous. And <laughs> I, yeah, like I'm just like, I mean, you're saying that it's, it's a long time away, but... Uh, It'll come soon enough. It will. To get, right. to get my quick. wife's permission, I think I need at least one year <laughs> advance notice to her. So it's cutting it kind of close. I, gotta, <laughs> I know. I got to go buy her away. really... Yeah, I got to go buy her something really nice right now. And <laughs> I have a big yearly fishing trip, and it's like second week of July. So that might it's going to be a tough Ooh. sell. You know, just make a detour and make your way to Cleveland after your... <laughs> there's, there's fish yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah, northern there's... Quebec. I'll just make a quick detour south to Cleveland. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a big U-turn, but that's, that's you know... Yeah, it's doable. <laughs> and in Cleveland, it is it's it is only a five-hour drive from, from where we are. Is so. it really? Yeah, oh, closer than Chicago. Oh, it's just a day trip, John. We're just going yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just book up one day of work, John. Come on. Yeah, yeah, day trip. We'll go like early, 5. Let's leave at 5 in the morning. Yeah, you get yeah. there at 10. Full yeah. day of trading. Full day of like, yeah. you know. It's not like, then, uh, uh, you know, walking around for the entire day is tiring or anything. We can we can make the drive yeah. home afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one man. hour back, you're like, guys, we gotta we gotta sleep in the parking lot. I'm exhausted. 
Uh, all right, so that's my big news. Uh, I'm, oh, that's a good I'm one. Excited. Yeah, I think Hyung is also he he did say we have to go. So I'm I'm pretty sure Hyung is going to try to make it as well. Nice. Um, so we'll we'll be repping the pod there. But uh, but yeah, how about hey, you guys? Dan, <laughs> I know Roy, Roy's going to go. Roy will go. Yeah, Roy will definitely go. Roy, Roy yes, come yeah. on, let's do it. I know you're listening. Oh, man. I know you're will listening. and I should have went first. We're gonna be like, oh, my hobby goal is to rip a box. Of- <laughs> <laughs> my hobby goal is to preserve my cash flow and and just take it easy this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! No, what, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, sorry, I'm, just, I didn't... I'm adding that to my list. That's one of my hobby goals to. Okay, yeah, to yeah. be there, I I think that would be awesome. That that's a good one. I didn't even think about that as a goal. Wow, that'd be fun. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Man, I, that's a, that's a hard one to to follow. Um, yeah, you know what? I for mine is it's more about my collection. I think last year, uh, actually the last couple of years. Uh, no, sorry, I, I take that back because a couple of years ago we were all loving our entire collections, but. This past year in specific, I think, you know, most of us have, you know, Zion case, whatever you want to call it, a protective case for your slabs. And I personally kind of start to get a little tired of the collection I had in this giant case. And obviously I have a, you know, five to 10 cards there that are totally PC, not worth too much money. Um, Mm -hmm. Just things that were very memorable, memorable for me as a kid. But I... I kind of started last year. I have another tiny case that holds maximum, I think, eight slabs. Yeah. And I think the goal for 2024 is to almost get rid of everything that's in the bigger case and to make my entire collection like five cards, mm. five, five bigger cards. And I, you know, at the end of the day, once that happens, I make it, I may ultimately get bored of that and then switch back to getting a bunch of cards again. But Right. I think for 2024, I want to have five big cards and try to make that happen. So, um, I like I got, that. Yeah, I think that my next target, and it's a kind of it's it's a little um, teaser to my one v one, but mm-hmm. uh, I might be looking to try and trade up or sell a bunch of my bigger cards pre expo in April so that I have cash on hand mm-hmm. um, to try to get a a, a Crosby. Future Watch Auto. Mm. That might be my Ooh. might be my next goal. Wanting that, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that plan. I like that. That's actually uh, pretty much that was my third point that I was gonna make. I, I'm gonna liquidate just all my stuff that I have that I don't love. Yeah, right. and I'm just gonna like just consider 2024 like a restart or like a refresh. Mm-hmm. Like it's been long enough. Like these cards that I'm hoping will return their value, they're not. They're they're garbage cards. Like I've been rejected so many times at the expo, I can't I can't <laughs> handle the rejection anymore. Yeah. So what are you talking like... about? You don't want Carl Anthony Towns? He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Did I did I ever tell you guys the Carl Anthony Towns story? No. No. So uh, I no, Johnny, I had you Carl Anthony Towns yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it wouldn't it wouldn't be a podcast with me and John without us extending and going into like weird tangents. But I love I, it. I love it. But very early on, before I had purchased any cards, mm-hmm. I was at Roy's house, and uh, at the time I lived near John. 
Yeah. Which is weird because now I lived right next to now I live next to Roy. <laughs> but back then I lived next to John and I was yeah. with Roy and Roy handed me a bag of like uh, just like ran- random things like kids toys and whatever. He's like, hey, can you go drop this off to John? And I'm like, sure. And then basically John gave me a bag. Oh, no, John gave me the bag. And then he gave <laughs> something to me and it was a Carl Anthony Towns um was it rainbow dye oh tie-dye 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 card yeah and i thought he was thanking me for running an errand for him (laughs) and he just gave me the card (laughs) and i was like oh that's kind of nice and i'm not thinking much of it i've never purchased the card i'm just starting my research into cards right and i was like oh that's kind of weird that he would give me a card for free and then I looked it up, and it was like at the time it was like what worth like a couple thousand? I don't know. I think it was like a <laughs> it thousand. was like worth a lot of it was, money. It was a thousand like, bucks. Yeah. Something. yeah. I was like, oh, this is he didn't give this to me. He accidentally left it in a bag or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me way back when, early oh, on, so, I was such so a the... I was such a noob. Oh yeah. I, just, I thought John was gifting me two thousand dollar cards. Yeah. So, I think I think at, in uh, in retrospect, it's better to be the noob than myself, who was the quote unquote veteran that spent thousand dollars <laughs> on Carl Anthony Towns. Hey, hey, you should he's, you should recheck playing, those prices. He's yeah, playing, wow, oh, he, the Timberwolves, the, the, the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you the should, market you recheck. The market has gone down, but uh, I still have that tie well. I'm holding yeah. out hope. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, definitely, I want to liquidate everything. Yeah. Stuff that I don't love. Um, you know, I'll sell it at a loss, but I'm buying cards at yeah. a discounted price, right? Exactly. So it's like the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to do that for 2024. I think I'm going to try and get something Tiger Woodsy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not like just like the base PSA 10, but something a little bit nicer. I know, John, you have a pretty nice Tiger mm. Woods card. Which one is it? It's the uh, rookie SP preview gold out of yeah. out of what is it? Uh, I don't know. I think it's out of two fifty or something. Yeah, it's PSA ten. It's like pop fifteen or something like that. Yeah, that's it's like, a nice that's one. a beauty card. So something like that because uh, I the other day I rewatched the twenty nineteen Masters. Oh, because hmm. like Tiger was just playing um, in the PNC Championship with his son, and right. I I felt like. I felt all nostalgic for the 2019 Masters. So I, <laughs> and the Masters uploads it on their YouTube channel. So I watched like six hours of just Tiger on that final round. And I was like, yeah, I was crying by the end of it. It was so beautiful. So <laughs> so I think I got to target a, a nice Tiger. Like an and auto? Then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, nice, nice auto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I want to hopefully complete some of these open rainbows that I have where I'm just waiting for like one card that like. Right. Just not showing up. So I'm hoping this is the year where I finally get to complete some of these rainbows. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. Um, you reminded me of... Um, I should have brought this up in our last episode of 2023. One of my accomplishments was um, finishing that home field advantage set. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so, you know, like a mini set that's, you know, relatively inexpensive to complete. So that'll be another one of my goals. Probably I gotta find one that I kind of like. It won't be another home field advantage. They just keep adding, yeah, yeah. like cards to it. I was like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> you know. I thought, oh, I could finish a subset of ten, and then became thirty really quickly, and then they they did it again the following year. I'm like, ah, oh, forget about that. So, but you know, I like the plan. What you both guys, both you guys mentioned it about liquidating. Like, 
I did that last year and even the year and a half ago where, you know, you guys make fun of me sometimes because I have that big case. And when I open it up, there's literally three cards inside. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I have three slabs in there now, but it's because I liquidated, you know, for a nice uh, 30, 40% loss. But to your point, it's cash on hand to buy new cards that are heavily discounted. Like, for example, when I got the Mike Trout and the Luca, you know, I paid about combined, those two cards combined, I paid um, six plus five, no, six plus six, so 12,000 for those two cards alone. Hmm. But at the peak, Luca was 25,000 and and the Mike Trout was about 20,000. So that's $45,000 yeah. if I wanted those cards in 2021 wow. and buying that for... 12k you know uh all right well um we'll see at the end of this year 2024 um how close we get to our goals you know uh, i don't want to be at the end i'm like guys i tried to make it to the national but you couldn't do it <laughs> so that'll be the saddest episode in like early august like yeah. hey guys welcome to the podcast it's like uh you might have noticed that um i i uh, wasn't at the national this year <laughs> despite my excitement in the january episode of 2024 being there but uh no we'll see i'm I'm gonna definitely try my best okay let's move on to hobby headlines so i was curious to see what the card ladder index data showed for the sports card and trading card market over the course of 2023 just this past year and not surprisingly uh it was pretty grim but to be expected with the state of the economy and all So I thought I would pull some key data and then maybe we can discuss if we're surprised at all by what the data shows. And then let's also discuss whether we think that trend will continue in 2024 or if we think it'll reverse trend, okay? Or if it'll stay the same more more or less, all right? So I want to start with the only two index categories that have increased in 2023, okay? So when you look at the different category index on Car Ladder, Everything is red except these two categories, okay? And and one of them is Star Wars cards, okay? That's plus 26.48%. Wow. And entertainment, which when I looked at the cards, it includes comic cards like Superman, uh, Batman, those old school cards, um, movie cards, uh, music cards, mm. um, and uh, celeb cards like Kim Kardashian. Pop Century. Pop Century, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's plus 15.64% from January of 2023 to the end of 2023. So those are the only two index categories that saw green, right? So Mm. surprised at that, that those were the only ones um, that saw any increases, significant increases. And uh, do you think that trend will continue or not? I'm surprised that there are indexes that went up in 2023 (laughs) in general. Right. I'd imagine the entertainment one is carried by Disney and um, Taylor yeah. Swift, but <laughs> Star Star Wars is pretty surprising because Star Wars had their moment uh, in 2022. So I would have imagined Star Wars to, you know, maybe obviously not dip as hard as Marvel because I think Marvel clearly went to the moon and back. Yeah. Uh, but Star Wars being the biggest number of every everything is is quite surprising. Do they mention? Uh, a set in particular that kind of carried the weight of the index going that high. Um, I, I'm, I know tops. I mean, they had you know, there's Star Wars Chrome and there was Sapphire, but I don't recall it. You know, being 
crushing sales or anything anything too crazy? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I can't tell by this chart right off the bat, but oh, you yeah, know what it, it includes. Could- you know what Go it could ahead. be? I think I remember seeing a bunch of um, PSA 10 sales of that original Tops. Is it Tops? You know, the, the original Thanks. Star Wars set, the one with the blue, light blue borders? Yes. 1977. I, I, yeah. I remember seeing Carl yeah. Ladder post a couple. I think it was like Luke Skywalker, PSA 10. There was a You're bunch right. that kind of popped up on PWCC and they went for, you know, for those cards, like record breaking prices. So I Funny had a, enough. Funny enough, speaking of that, just to interrupt mm-hmm. quickly, that Luke Skywalker card number one from 1977, PSA 10, sold in November of this this past year right. for $78,000. Yeah. Damn. Pop nine. Yeah, so I, I, right. I would think that would is carrying a bit of the load. Yes. My guess. But yeah, there you go. How about you, Will? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that Star Wars is uh, doing that well. I'm I'm surprised baseball took as much of a hit as it did because usually like uh, baseball stays kind of even mm-hmm. keel for the most part. But yeah, I mean the entertainment stuff. Like I don't know, like who's really collecting those stuff and how many? Like I feel like it's just like a couple big cards or like a Taylor Swift card or something. That's what like it's messing right. with the whole. Like it's skewing everything. Oh man, I, I just I just have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people saying, "Will you don't know what you're talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to hear it. It's like, what do you mean, a couple of people? There were there were zero sales of any of those cars, and it happened to be one Taylor Swift auto that sold, <laughs> and it just blossomed the index. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, I was actually. <laughs> I was actually just watching uh, Ken Golden. He did an IG live. I think it was yesterday, or it might have been earlier today, actually. And um, they just finished a pop culture auction, you know. Um, and he was mentioning that auction killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was saying like, um, and I think even the great curator reposted something he, Ken Golden, um, put on his page saying how he's just bullish on pop culture. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there there seems to be a some kind of trend. So right. on that front, just, just based on that information alone and, and just some of the preliminary data we saw in terms of the, the index, um, I think there's momentum. I think it, I don't think it'll see the same kind of increase, but I certainly don't think it will drop significantly like what we've seen with the traditional sports, you know, like baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Yeah. Right. So, oh, if they if they bring out sets of pop culture iconic moments, you know, like it's kind of how they did with uh, George Costanza National Treasures. But, right. I mean, that was that that was a relic. <laughs> but if they brought out, for example, like George Costanza and Seinfeld, uh, and it was Jason Alexander's like on card autos, so like iconic images of movie moments or whatever, with an on card auto of the actor. And sets start rolling out like that, whether it's Leaf or whoever has the the rights. I think that that type of set would do so well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good. One. And you know, we just saw. Uh, I think we talked about it maybe a month or two months ago. Leaf changed ownership, and we were suggesting how they can do better. And exactly, and you were mentioning on card autos oh, for man. East Pop Century. Yeah, just imagine yeah, like your favorite yeah. show, like Room just for pick the, the Office, right? And you get some of the because oh, yeah. I remember I saw Quad Auto of the Office and I thought it was cool, but again, it's like you know it's a 
quad stickers. Like, yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like Michael Michael Scott basketball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that would that would kill it. That'd be, that'd be that'd a good be chase. Amazing. Yeah. You know what? I was just flipping through the card ladder mm-hmm. decks for those two um, yeah. categories, and if you look, they're actually a lot of like older cards, right? So, I, so I get it. It's like it's essentially just vintage, mm-hmm. but it's like um, good point. So it's not like it's mass produced or anything like that. And maybe some of these cards, like that, um, the Luke Skywalker card. You know, that's not a card that shows up all the time. Yeah, pretty true. rare, right? So. Pop yeah, night. and then if Golden just did like this huge, huge thing where they're focusing on these rarer cards, it's like I get it because like it's a once in a lifetime kind of card that pops up, so you're gonna have people really, really desperate mm-hmm. to get it and competing with each other. Very so. true. So I see it. I, I get it now that I look mm-hmm. at it. Yeah, and Taylor Swift, like she's <laughs> awesome. I love. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be on the bad side of Swifties. <laughs> I'm. I'm a Swiftie. Me too. Me too. I'm not ashamed yeah. to say it. When, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with those fan bases. I love Taylor Swift. I love Blackpink. I love <laughs> Yeah, we I love hockey. I love hockey guys. I love hockey. I, I think there's footage in our archives where Will says something very different about <laughs> hockey. So uh we don't want to dig that up. But anyway, let's go to the next point. The biggest drop in 2023 might be a little surprising because we're talking about entertainment and Star Wars cards, but the biggest drop in 2023 is Marvel cards that saw a drop of minus 76.89% from the beginning of the year. Kind of not surprised at all with that because I know there was like a a big pump on Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, uh, you know, um, to your point that you just mentioned, Will, it's not... Um, there's not a lot of vintage Marvel cards to keep that kind of foundation up. It's all... It's 1990. Yeah, and that's the height of... uh, Junk wax. That's the height of uh, junk wax, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the the thing is, the supply out meets the demand. Great point. But I'm not going to lie, I'm super excited to start collecting some more Marvel stuff. Good opportunity. Yeah, like I, I bought a couple sealed boxes of the 90, 1991 set, and I've just been waiting to oh. to buy boxes of the 1990, yeah. which is the first series, and then the 92. Mm. Yeah, because those three years, 90, 91, 92, I had those yeah, cards growing up. And so, so I like it's super nostalgic. So I'm just waiting for prices to keep going down on those sealed boxes, and then I'm going to buy them, rip them open, and just love mm-hmm. having them i think it's 92 one of the years they came out with the 3d hologram i think one right. was wolverine and one was uh, spider-man battling hobgoblin and mm. it's like a full 3d hologram <clears throat> i i don't know where i put them and i clearly don't have them anymore but i had both of those <laughs> I, no I, i'm assuming they're not I worth like too it. much but <clears throat> i i remember no, they're 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 worth. Is it? Yeah, I remember they're being the, really the really hard to get of the ninety one. Yeah, yeah, they're hard to get. Remember when the Spider Man red? I was uh, about to PNG? mention that. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I was uh, about to mention. I wonder how much uh, that's worth right now. Oh man, remember PMGs? Those were oh, like yeah, I wonder. Pumped to the <laughs> moon. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna look up the Spider Man red PMG. Um, maybe I can find it before the show ends. But I was yeah. Wondering how far down, if at all, it has come since the hobby height when we were talking about it. Mm. You know what? You know what? It, 
you know what a segment you need to add to your podcast? You need to add a pod, uh, a segment that's like, thank God I didn't buy that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you can ask like viewers or listeners to the show. It's like, what is the card that you are like so it. glad yeah. that yeah. you didn't end up buying? Right? Like, man, that's Spider-Man PMG. <laughs> like everyone, everyone Good wanted word. it. That Bobochette taco fractor. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That like, thank God I didn't buy that. That Vladdy super factor that Will wanted us all to chip in for. Oh, thank goodness we didn't go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? I think I think we should still. It was the Topps Chrome yeah, super, think, right? Yeah. It, was, it was a timing. Was I a still timing. think. I still think we should. What did it end up going? Anyways, not uh, not important. Yeah, I, I can't, can't remember. All right, uh, I like that segment idea. We'll we'll definitely do that in the future. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've got a couple for sure that I'm like, whoo, dodged a bullet. It's like, well, you really dodged a bullet. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, for the third point. Let's look at the four major sports in North America and see how they did. And I'll start from the one with the biggest loss: football, minus forty point six percent. Let me read them off, and then we can talk about it all together. So football minus forty point six percent. Then basketball, minus 28.5%. Third is hockey, minus 17.77%. And the last is baseball, minus 16.61%, which is a drop, but you kind of mentioned that, Will. Usually baseball is kind of steady, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to yeah. the four sports. I think vintage just kind of True. holds value, too. So. That makes total sense, yeah. yeah so what, what do you guys think? Um, just the four sports there, um, even in relation to one another. I think that I think that yeah, yeah makes complete some... sense. Yeah. yeah, football, basketball, clearly the most volatile. If you want to play that sort of yes, catch fire game, it's it's can perfectly work. Uh, hockey, similar to baseball for different reasons, but hockey, I think, because most of the majority of the market is in Canada, um, hmm. it it does hold a very stable price line, like Young Guns and Future yeah. Watch. Yeah, uh, you know, if you had. $20,000 worth of future watch from 2021, you know, versus now with anything else, I bet you most of your cards have retained their value, right? I mean, you right. probably didn't, you, you didn't make a lot of money, but you certainly probably didn't lose too much money. So yeah, that's the nature of hockey. Yep. I mean, I, I get it. Cause football, like I love football. Like I love watching mm-hmm. football. I just don't get football cards at, they don't do it for me. And I feel like nobody grew up collecting football cards. Oh, football yeah. was like, right? I, I mean, we come from Canada. Like, it was like pro yeah, set. Football, like score football. It was, it was third, third, fourth yeah, they tier. Weren't, they weren't great cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you grew up collecting baseball cards so or, or hockey cards yeah. for us. Oh, man. Football. And even basketball. Like I collected 93 or 94. Football was, I, I was really into football. Like when Peyton Manning came in, I, right. I was huge yes. in the Peyton Manning. I was like chasing him. Although I don't, for some reason, I don't have any Peyton Manning rookie cards. I don't know what, if I never got them or <laughs> <laughs> clearly I didn't do a good job chasing, but I remember it got good then. I mean, like 90s, you had score and pro set, like pretty awful. And an upper deck was introduced, but right. you know, very, very lackluster. But I remember, I think it was around 93, 94. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. You know, like, and, and with football too, like the ones that have dropped down are like the, the, more modern QBs that everyone's gambling on. And, and especially this year, like if you bought any 
QB prospects or rookies, you you got burned. Like this year has been bad yeah. for QBs. You know what I mean? And and it's like yeah, it's it's so volatile. And yeah, it doesn't surprise me that it's a minus forty percent drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that whole market it doesn't make sense. Like we're all just chasing QBs. Right. Like, None of the position players are worth. Yeah, like as much. It makes it fe- it makes you feel like every other card that you get is just completely useless. <laughs> but it's like. You know, you don't like, yeah, like if you, if you support a team, like you care a lot about your QB, but most of the time your QB is not that great. Mm-hmm. So you focus on your receivers or you focus on your defense or defense and, you know, like, but in the hobby, nobody cares about any other card besides a QB, right? right? So I don't know. I just don't understand that market. I feel like, yeah, it's all propped up by gamblers and, and it's way bigger in America too, right? Like the U.S. Mm-hmm. in terms of like just you know, even I listen to a lot of other sports card podcasts, and yeah, we probably talk about football the least because I don't know, it's because maybe we're Canadian <laughs> and and uh, and we love baseball first and foremost. But yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it makes it makes oh, I'm a Steelers it makes fan, sense so if, if you grow up in football football country. I mean, growing up, high school football, all of that stuff. Like, who's who's the stud, right? It's always the QB. Like, he's the stud of high school prom and et cetera, et cetera. So, I think it 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 spills into into NFL. Like, yeah, it it, it should make sense if you think about the context and background. Yep. Yep. All makes sense to me. Um, all right. The last point I want to make is taking a look at the other. You know, um, I don't want to say uh, major sports, but you know, popular sports for uh, or or like kind of niche sports um, that have also seen big drops. So let's look at UFC or MMA minus fifty six point two percent. Tennis minus forty three point four nine percent. Racing, so I guess that's F one uh, minus thirty point eight four percent. Soccer minus forty one point one one percent, and golf minus twenty four point seven nine percent. Anything. You surprised there? Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised you called soccer a niche sport. You're gonna receive some hate. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, around the world. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hear from around the world. <laughs> you're, you're in trouble, Clark. <laughs> Sorry, North America. We we just think we're the center of the world, and soccer is just not there yet. But <laughs> I love soccer, guys. Just like Will loves hockey, I love soccer. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but a minus 41 let, I, well, let's talk about that like i feel like with soccer if you're not in europe or like other countries that are where soccer is popular it's a isn't it like a once every four year thing do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's a world cup you get excited about it or or maybe like the euros or you know some some higher level competition um tournament play which is every two years but you know there's not that consistency i guess that you see in um the, the major sports we just talked about right. where it's every year we're used to a new season, right? Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of these numbers you're seeing um, the hobby or the industry kind of referred back to collectors. That's kind of what happened over the last 18 months, right? Soccer blossomed. I mean, soccer's worldwide. It's, it's incredibly, probably the most popular sport in the world. But in North America, especially for collecting, um, you know, most of us were collecting, let's be honest, we were, you know, if we were collecting soccer, it was because we were speculating 
that it yeah, it could become sports. the greatest right. sports card sport because of the, the the potential, right? And I think that's what everybody was sort of leaning on. And now that the you know the the hobby has come down quite a bit, back down to earth. I think every most collect, you know, like three of us and most of the people we talk to, uh, we're left with a lot of sort of collectors more than we are investors. And what's going to happen is you're going to collect what you love, which is mostly in North America, right? So I think um, it's it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough for fanatics and soccer in general. We'll see what happens, but you know, sports card is not a huge. It's not, you know, as clearly it's not as huge <laughs> out there than mm-hmm. it is in North America, because if it was at all incredibly popular, I think it would, soccer would be easily the, the king right now. Right. So, you know, that, that's soccer. I think for me, what I'm more curious about is at this point, what's going to happen with F1. I think we talked about F1 mm. in, in great yeah. length over the last couple of years, to be honest, I think F1, you didn't really see as much of a drop in F1 this year because most of the drop probably happened the happened the year prior. Sure. Right. right. And, and at this point, F1 is just one of those things where, you know, there's not really, you know, you got the 10, 12 best in the world just yearly competing round mm-hmm. and round. And there's no real new chase. You know, how many times can you you chase Max Max Verstappen? So right. I'm going to be curious whether F1 has the ability to be a standalone product moving forward. I, I would suspect it doesn't. I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's just, there's no chase yeah. anymore. If it's not the first year of it, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. So they have to like, as a as a as a card, like um, on the card side, they have to reinvent how, the, like, what kind of cards they're making because how many Max Verstappen cards can I collect? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think for like the other ones where you know UFC, tennis, and even golf, when the hobby was like blowing up, any sport, you're like, oh, to, there could be money made in in cards with with even like these um you know non-major sports in north america right but then with the hobby kind of coming back selling down yeah you see like okay you don't have the hardcore collectors in these newer sports or in these more niche or more um you know minor sports than you do in football basketball hockey and, and baseball right so so i think it makes sense we're seeing these big drops in like UFC for, is a perfect example of that. But, you know, um, in terms of like trying to retain some of those collectors or, or grow the collector base, maybe you have to do something like, you know, add utility, what we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about F1, maybe a utility is like you get to go see a race. I don't know. Just an idea. I think eventually you got to put all of these into like a singular Topps Chrome or whichever brand. A singular set, like an all all sports. Yeah. Maybe set. I'm going to exclude Ugh. soccer, but uh, for the rest, like tennis, UFC, Goodwin Champions, uh, that already exists. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like like kind of similar to like a Goodwin Champions, but yeah, except uh, better quality, not like uh, construction paper stock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it kind of works. Like if they have like good inserts or good, like I really like uh, Upper Deck Exquisite. Sure. Yeah. Cards that and they have a lot of the like tertiary sports. Mm. True. Tenni- right? Tennis was was brutal. Like I was so looking forward to tennis, and they I think there's such poor execution. It it just it was Dropped so the ball. 
It was yeah. so rushed. They didn't get enough licensing for players, for autos, and they didn't even put any thought into like maybe putting some sort of cool case hit, like a color blast or anything like that. Like nothing. It was just, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah all you were doing is trying to chase like Coco Goff, Goff autographs or whatever name is. Yeah. It was rough. It's really disappointing. What I've also learned too with, with, you know, just the rollout of these, the cards for, for those sports like tennis and, um, is, and golf is that you can't bank on like Netflix specials to, you know, <laughs> to really buoy up the market. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, you know, when the hobby was booming, it was like, oh, the Netflix specials coming out. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Let's get in on it. Yeah. I think those days are gone now. Oh, yeah. Right? And, yeah. And so, yeah, I was certainly yeah. wrong on that for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's an interesting trend. We'll see if, um, I guess we, we just, I don't know, we didn't really talk about it, but do you think this, any of the, you know, trends that we talked about for any of these sports or, you know, even, even the entertainment and Marvel, Star Wars, do you think any of them reverse trends? Is there anyone that's any category that you think might rebound this year? Or do you think it's going to be more of the same in 2024? Uh, I want to I want to say Marvel because I'm such a fan and you know I personally mm-hmm. would love to continue to collect like you know Will's got the 1990 92 collection trying yeah. to trying to go for it. but there's just in, even in the movie scene there's just so much fatigue with Marvel right now like Disney is just butchering yeah. butchering the name so I, I it's hard for me to really believe the the fanfare on Marvel is just gonna be. Uh, out of this world in this coming year but Mm -hmm. i think i still think marvel has great potential if they execute the cards properly what was the year of um it was fleer or skybox like masterpieces remember that set like 93 like what the one Mm -hmm. with amazing artwork oh they need to bring that they need to bring that back i don't know if they already did marvel yeah maybe they did bring it back but that i love that set Hmm. yeah you know what I didn't include in this, and I was just looking at it because we were talking about Pokemon a couple of weeks ago with Roy. Mm-hmm. Minus five percent, like, and yeah. that's why we wanted Roy on because, like, we were kind of joking in that episode. It's like he's the only guy that's making money right now because he's collecting Pokemon cards, and yeah. it makes sense with the the data. Like, it hasn't really dropped off that much since right. the beginning of this year. Right, and um, that's a trend. Like, I'm uh, actually earlier today before we recorded. Um, I bought a couple of like uh, I bought that Pokemon Van Gogh or Pikachu Van Gogh's card from off of Roy. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll pick oh, it up yeah. from tomorrow. So I'm I'm all in. I'm all in with Pokemon. Just educating myself and getting into it. So we'll see how it goes for for me on that front in 2024. <laughs> 2024. Right. My biggest regret is. <laughs> <laughs> I bought all the yeah. wrong Pokemon cards. I bought all of Roy's crappy cards with nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll I'll rewind to this episode in uh for our last episode of 2024. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right, let's move on to our next segment. It's called Just a Thought. Okay, we wanted to redo this segment where we just brainstorm any ideas that we think could make the hobby better um, especially when will got back on the pod because he thought of a cool idea and mentioned it in our sports card chat group uh, about a month ago so so will did you want to start things off and share what you came up with and then we could uh, and then add more ideas to it afterwards 
Yeah, yeah. I, I forget how I got the thought, but I think it had something to do with Fanatics kind of uh, taking over both of the major right. sports, what is yep. it, baseball and you basketball. So I was like, man, it would be so cool if you could get dual autos um, across different sports. Mm. So, for example, you know, us being Toronto-based, like how cool would it be to have Vladdy Guerrero sign a card with um, – with Scotty Barnes. Right. Like, that would be pretty mm. cool. And so I was just like, in my mind, I was just like playing with all these ideas. Like, you could do like champion, like city champions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Toronto is like, you could have Kawhi sign with Joe Carter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> signing with, and I had to dig real back on Google to find this Dave Keon. <laughs> <laughs> the Leafs? Yeah. Dave, Dave Keon is. 83 years old. <laughs> Why Dave Keon? And he's like one of a... Because he's one of a handful of the remaining Leafs. champions oh, from champions. the 67 years. Right. Yeah, so it's like city champions. I'm like, oh my god, like, it's been so long. We can't yeah, have... Yeah, yeah. You know? Do you like, think that, would, do yeah, you think so that would increase or decrease the value? Just having Dave Keon, like a, a random... Oh, like, for Toronto fans, it would definitely... Decrease. Sure. Like, how cool would that be? <laughs> you see all three of them? But like you know, like if you're in like a like a city that's won more recent championships, it's like you could have like Tom Brady with uh, Big Poppy mm. and uh, I don't know Zdeno Chara or, or Brad Garnett. Marchand. I don't know. Yeah, throw in right. Tukarask. I don't know. Throw in random. Yeah, you know. So I, I think like city champions cards, yeah, cool. something like that. Uh, but one mm-hmm. thing, it would be really unfortunate for. One city because they've never won a championship in any sport. Right. In my research, I found out it's San Diego. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've never won any championship in their history, so we can't do a city champions card because <laughs> San Diego won't have <laughs> San Diego won't have anything at all. Sorry to. Any of the viewers or any of the listeners from San Diego on this podcast. They're like, this is a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love the idea like now that Fanatics that's has taken idea. over. It's like you can have different sports together. I think that's a no brainer. Yeah, let's yeah. let's tag um Fanatics or you know, Tops or one of the manufacturers and I think the hard part will be it'll probably be sticker autos though. No, no, no! It oh, can't okay. be sticker auto. It's got to be on. You gotta, you gotta mail it from one Ooh, player to hard. another. Mm. It gets dinged up. It gets right. dinged up. Like you know, it's like a. Obviously, I don't want a thousand of these copies. It's got to be pretty rare. But it's like you know, like even like iconic moments, like Jose Batista bat flip. That's half the card. The other half of the card is Kawhi's shot against Ooh, Philly. That'd be huge, right? Yeah. Or like ninety three, Joe Carter beating the Phillies, mm-hmm. right? Wait, yeah. was the home run ninety three, or yep. was him catching the final out ninety three? Anyway, beating the Phillies, yep. Joe mm-hmm. Carter, and beating the seventy sixers, Kawhi. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the listeners from He's Philadelphia. Just, <laughs> Will is just taking digs <laughs> at cities. <laughs> Whatever they've won, they've won championships. The Eagles won. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't have to yeah, mention San Diego, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
San Diego. There's a salt in the wound, man. Come on. Yeah. It was just in my research. I was like, oh my god, they've never won anything. Well, that's that's surprising, actually. Uh, actually, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of. Them. That's a good idea. It. Yeah, I'm for it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I don't John, really have yeah, I don't really have any creative I, I think my lack of creative creativity. For me, I just I, I want them I want fanatics to fix the current hobbies issues, right? Like everything that we all love, like rare parallels. We talked about that already. Yeah. Uh, and and this might be a bit of a hot take for people who love to enter breaks and for breakers, but I am okay with each hobby box not having numbered cards if it means you're getting rid of red ray wave donut circle <laughs> out of out of five like if you're getting you know just putting nonsensical parallels to increase print run i'd rather have the base card print run be massive fine run it and then getting the red out of five the true red or getting the true gold out is going to be really 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 difficult to get and it's one in 40 boxes one in 50 but i'd rather have that like literally no hits and maybe i wow, i hate this i think i think the best medium is what we best compromise is what we talked about where all of the red rave and all of those not nonsensical parallels have utility so that eventually you can submit them and they're out of the system so that not only does it satisfy the immediate chasers and the people who want some sort of reward for what they they hit for their hits as they purchase breaks or whatever it also satisfies the collector because all of those crap parallels are out of the system and all you're left is with the the og parallels i think that i think that's the the move and then yeah secondly make relics great again i i, I want <laughs> like everything has to be like has to be game worn i think it, it'd be important to have like a qr code or something that shows where what what game this is from <clears throat> and then no more napkins like that at this point we don't need <laughs> relics numbered out of 199 and all you're doing is like 195 of them are white napkins and five of them have like an actual no forget that like number them out of 20 if you have to and just mm. put all of them like really sweet looking patches i I'm tired of like white napkins, gray napkins. That's that's. I think that stuff is nonsense. Yeah, I don't know if anyone would disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah, but in John in John's world, we're just ripping packs of base cards. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's that no part. Yeah, there's that part. Only twenty. There's only twenty relics. There's only yeah. five autos. Yeah. <laughs> there's no you know colors. Yeah. Well, that had to be you know part of well when you mentioned. Um, having the utility cards there. That's got to be part of the whole deal, right? If you want to eliminate some of those uh, other parallels, the, mm. the silly parallels, right? Because, yeah. So so I'm with you there. If you include those other cards, like the Pizza Fracture, which was an amazing idea, if you guys remember. Yeah, you know? So <laughs> I think um, I'll just bring that back. Uh, yeah, yeah, like... Oh, sorry. I just wanted to jump on like that. That's something that when I listened to your podcast, when you guys were talking about utility for those color parallels, I was like, that is a home run and a half. Mm. Like that is such a great idea because then there is some value to it, right? Like, exactly. you know, out of, out of, out of 50 gold Home Depot wave. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's marketing, it's advertising. It's like, 
It's good for fanatics. Mm-hmm. It's good for Home Depot, but it's also good for you because hey, guess what? You got to go buy a rake or a snowblower, <laughs> and this Home yeah. Depot, you know, gold ray wave, it gives you you know a hundred bucks at Home Depot, like a gift card or something like that, or you can trade it in for a gift card, and and it gets it out of the system, so you're not having now like three hundred golds, right? So it's like. I don't know. I really, I love that idea. I thought it was such a, such a smart way of keeping some, keeping hits in the package, or in the yeah, boxes, yeah. but also making it so that the collectors don't feel like they have to get it. Like, mm-hmm. like that taco fractor, like that was so frustrating because we thought that, we thought that that was something that we had to collect. You yeah. Know? Like, Come on, we all know they they they're making it up as as they went along. So yeah, so that's that's why it happened that way. But um, yeah, all right, I got I got an idea. Um, you know, all the ones that are suggested by both you, Will and John, very sensible. But I want to like you know, let's think even further outside the box, okay? And I kind of brainstormed this with you, John, off the air. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it on the air now, okay? Alternate reality cards, right? So the idea I got. <laughs> is that you know with the Tom Brady and the Expos, you know, and and uh, and just the whole kind of marketing around that. Let's take it another step forward, especially with the whole, you know, Shohei coming to the Jays rumor. Remember, you know, that's something Ugh. we we uh, John and I discussed it on the last Friday episode. But um, so I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the Brady. So how about if we had an alternate reality card series where it's like. What if Shohei did come to the Jays? So we have a Shohei in a Jays uniform autographed by Shohei. And it's kind of these what if cards. You know what I mean? Like, would you be interested in buying that? Although, you know, obviously it's not reality, but it's, it's him. And, you know, like you could put Shohei in a Giants uniform. He was rumored to go there. Um, you could put like Mike Trout in a Phillies uniform. I heard st- stupid rumors about that, you know, going back to his hometown to play. For the Phillies, have Mike trying in the Phillies uniform. You know, he probably will just be an angel for life. But you know, just having these alternate reality cards and it's on card auto. You know, and it'll be kind of cool maybe to have, especially if you're you know a Toronto fan. I, I would have mixed feelings. I don't know. I don't know how people would feel, but um, yeah. What do you guys think? It's salt. It's salt. <laughs> in it. That's what I was thinking. It's like man, like that Shohei card, like. That's the thing too. Yeah. It's like it's self abuse because the idea of it's kind of cool. Like, do I want? If someone that gave card? it to you as a gift, kind, Will? Yeah. What would you no, do? No, I kind of want that card. I'm yeah, I kind of want that card. But every time I look at that card, I'm just sad. <laughs> so. But wouldn't it make you feel better? You know, it's worth something. You know, Shohei Toronto Blue Jays in a kanji auto. Come on. Oh, Kanjiato. Just throw <laughs> Kanjiatos everywhere. Honestly, like the What If series from Marvel, like growing up reading the comics, yeah. the What If series was always like the most fun. Mm, okay. Because it was like, it wasn't based on reality. You could just do whatever you wanted. You didn't have to follow what's going on in previous episodes or in different series. Right. So I totally like the concept of it. I just, it's just. I would be so sad every day looking at this Shohei and a Blue Jays. I think there was a joke, like a, a Tops Now card of uh, Shohei and the plane mm-hmm. coming to Toronto. <laughs> okay. 
Would I want that card too? Maybe, but it would hurt every time I look. But at you know it. what? Like, okay, forget about the show because that's very personal to each one of us, right? That's very we're too, we can't think straight it's a, it's when it comes to showing. Example. It's a great yeah. example. But how about if it's like let's think the Mike Trout in the Phillies uniform? Okay, like we all know Mike Trout's from Philadelphia or in, in that area. So just say you had a what if Mike Trout goes to his hometown in a Phillies uniform autograph, and then by chance. Three years later, he gets traded to the Phillies. This would actually be a card, the first card in his Phillies uniform. I think that would like triple its value all of a sudden. You know what I mean? You never know with this what if. There's so much potential. I feel like you're reaching a little bit there, but. (laughs) It's just just playing on the sadness of fans. Like, who would want that card? Like, me as a Toronto fan. Mm I wouldn't want that yeah. Mike Trout to the Phillies card because, like, what, what would it's I care? Only maybe not Philly fans would want it. It's only Philly fans, and then they okay, be sad all right. You know what? Like, he's the never card, coming. I think to the card LA. would be in limbo he's never come to Philly for those years where he doesn't actually get traded <laughs> to the Phillies. Uh, okay, how about this? All right, let's let's get off the traded <laughs> scenario. Another <laughs> subsection of the what if alternate realities. You got a Vladdy Guerrero in like a Maple Leafs uniform. You know, the, like the Brady with the Expos. Yeah. And, you know, you saw, and he signs like, go, Leafs, go. Inscription, go, Leafs, go. <laughs> his, you know, you know, in his uh, Leafs uniform card, autographed, inscribed, go, Leafs, go. I, li- I like how, Clark, you're being uh, very creative. Uh, I, I, res- I respect that a lot. Uh, first and foremost, though, this... Uh... <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I was just going to say, I'm not saying it's a dumb idea. I'm not getting to that point. I'm just saying yeah, this, okay. this This goes against my uh, my thing about making relics great again. Because, like, for example, the Shohei, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, if you scan the QR code, it's not game-worn. Like, what is what is that jersey? Like... Oh, uh, Otani mm, wore it sitting on the ca- couch while laughing at all the Torontonians thinking he's flying over to Toronto. Like, what, you know, what does that mean, right? So I think the game, the game worn aspect of it, realistically, I think is going to get me. I think it, it's, it's not mm. going to work for me. Fine. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, but I, 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 in concept, it's actually, a, it's, a, it's a good thought. I feel like there's something. There could be there. something. Okay. Obviously, the, right. Bra- the Brady one, the Brady one works really, really well. Right. Yeah, so you just you gotta find like moments like that where it would it would be pretty cool, but you can't just do it. With, just make it up, like yeah, like I mean, who are we, Beckett over here? <laughs> like just coming up with great A ideas. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> all right, all right, just okay. Random strays to Beckett. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do another poll. I I I don't think I'm on an island here. I think I think there I think there are su- there will be support for this idea. So we'll see. Oh boy. Uh, um, <laughs> I have another one, and maybe we'll end off with this unless you guys have another one. And this is more sensible and reasonable, I think, because I just saw PSA do this, where um they got Bobby Witt Jr. and they got an IP auto of Bobby Witt Jr. and I guess they slabbed it and they're giving it away. So I think this is just. A no-brainer for all grading companies to do, right? Like, get a raw card, get get an IP auto somehow, right? You know, like you have connections with different sports teams, different athletes. Slab it in your slab, you know, good marketing there, and just give it away. Do it like giveaways once a month, you know? And then, um, 
you know, especially for grading companies that don't have a huge market share. Like who's not going to want a free card and just getting it out there, right? You just got to get the IP auto. I'm just saying that's, that's, I think that's a, an idea for the grading companies out there. I think it only works with PSA because <laughs> you're going to get that auto and then you're going to crack it out and <laughs> send it to PSA. <laughs> Uh, you, you gotta, yeah. I didn't think about that. All right. <laughs> you mean you're not gonna keep it in the HGA slap? <laughs> or... I still have yet to own an HGA slap. Do you guys have an HGA no. slap? No. Do they? Uh, no offense to them. Do are they, they still, are they still exist? around? Yeah. 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 It's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, they they did get bought out, right? They have like new um, investors. Mm. I remember that was, yeah, I remember that was yeah. We, we I think we talked about that. Anyways, but we didn't know like who the what ah, company that's right. Was up yeah, we didn't yes. know anything about the it's company. Like, yeah. It's like Dunder Mifflin being bought out by Saber. Like, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that Clark. I mean, tr- truthfully, it's, it's not a bad idea. I think I. I think that challenges grading companies to kind of step it up beyond just grading, like giveaways yes. this or that like kind of give back to the community or whatever like, you know like here's another promotion you submit this amount of cards you get this autograph i don't know i think there's ways in, in which that can that can work and that would be beneficial to the hobby and people would enjoy as collectors yep clark i have it for your alternate Ooh, okay let's go back to it <laughs> you take fictional characters and you put them in pro sports mm-hmm. teams. So, for example, Married with Children, mm-hmm. Al Bundy. Right. He was like a high school, I believe he was a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, that was his claim to fame, right? Like, he's always dining on his high school yeah. feats. You put him in like a New England Patriots <laughs> jersey. You put Michael Scott. In like a San Antonio Spurs <laughs> jersey, you mm. get all these fictional characters and you put them into a sport. Yeah, alternate mm. reality. There you go. And if you could just get it autographed by the celebrity, right? yeah, right, yeah, or like movie sports autos, that'd be great. Charlie yeah, yeah, Sheen yeah. from yeah. Major League. Oh, would you want? Yeah, okay, exactly. I like this. I like this. Would you want like in that Charlie Sheen Major League example? Would you want him to sign it? wild thing or like charlie sheen like what would or both oh, i guess it's gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta be wild both. thing charlie wild thing sheen or something like that yeah oh that'd be killer like henry rowan gartner right no no <laughs> <laughs> did you get the reference who's henry rowan gartner again <laughs> he's the uh he's the kid who breaks his arm and then he can throw really hard yeah, oh what movie yeah, was yeah. a picture what was Sandlot? that movie called no 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 oh geez what was it called I forget. I, I know you like Chicago all, Cubs. He was like the, the little. All the listeners are going to be like screaming. Like, it's this movie, you yeah. idiot. Rookie of the year? Rookie of the Rookie year. Of the year. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah, him in a Cubs jersey? That'd be cool. I think that'd be market for that. All right. Yeah. Okay. You know what? That's why we have this segment. This is this planting seeds and we just work it out. All right. Um, let's go on to our last regular weekly segment we call pick one and this is where each of us will choose two players or two cards and then we debate which one we would rather invest in 
I know you guys were trying to think of one while we we're recording. Uh, did you guys have one? And then if you do, let's let's go. I want to go first. I'm gonna go first. All right. Uh, last year, you guys had our buddy Roy on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I thought Roy did such a great job. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. You know, I love Roy because the first time I came on to this podcast. Um, Roy was just very effusive in his praise and just very encouraging. So nice. I want to give the same back to him and say that he did such a great job. And it was really nice listening to him talk about Pokemon and all that. So yeah. I was digging around on the internets and uh, looking for something kind of off the wall, a little bit different. Um, so I was looking at recent sales of Disney Lorcana. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so in this Disney Lorcana, it's a trading card game. Apparently, in the in the packs, they have error cards that that are labeled discard. Like I guess they're supposed to be discarded. I don't think it's like a discard function in the trading card game. Right. I think it's like a note that they're supposed to get rid of this card before they send it off, before they pack it. So this discard card has now found some value. <laughs> it's like an error card. But what's even weirder about the discard card is that um, a couple of them have the hollow foils like the rare hollow foils that you usually find on the rest of the disney lorcana cards they made it they made their way onto the discard card so yeah clark just pulled it up in our group chat so john that's a discard card (laughs) that has the enchanted foil on it Mm mm-hmm it just sold for like sixty five hundred. Get US. out of here! So it's just a card that says this card on it. It's not even an actual. <laughs> yes, it's not Mickey Mouse, and or... it's got the. Nope, nope. It's just a black card. It has no function in the game, as far as I can tell, and it's an enchanted hollow. I guess that's like the mm. the rarest right. hollow. So you can have that, or you can pick. The 1999 um, first edition Charizard Hollow in a PSA 7, which also sold on the same day for 6500 Both of these in U.S. So which one would you pick? Ah, uh, that's PSA 7. It's so easy for me. Yeah, because I, 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 I think it's easy for me too. <laughs> I, why, why, why? I don't get this enchanted discard card. <laughs> I don't even... I, why? Is it $7,000? I don't... It makes zero sense to me. I might be making the biggest mistake of my life by choosing the Charizard. <laughs> it might go to 20k for no... Absolutely no good reason. Yeah. Uh, Let me give you some pop. Let me give you some okay. pop. So PSA 7 Charizard. There's 512. That's pretty low. There are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's like uh, 608, 709s, and like 125 10s. So let's just call it about 1,500 cards better than the better grading than the PSA 7. Yeah, and there's 500 of the PSA 7s. So you're in the top 2,000. Um, yeah, me too. Versus <clears throat> a potential one of one. <laughs> Wait, how many are th- of these are there? There's only been like one or two that have surfaced. Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you go. I, I already, I'm sticking with Charizard. Oh man, that's that's <laughs> tough. 
You know what? Hmm. John loves the rarities. Yeah, that is, that is kind of a quirky, funny thing. <laughs> I, I'm concerned that Lorcana is one of those things that's hot, fl- you know, <clears throat> flash in the pan. I don't know if mm. I'm not con- entirely convinced that it's here to stay. And it's just uh, one of these hot sets. <clears throat> so that's what scares me the most. I think because I don't know that world, you know, the whole TCG world that much, I'm not Roy. Uh, it, it's, it has to be like, I have to go for the PSA. Like PSA seven is a little, uh, I, I don't like sevens, but 512, it's pretty rare. Um, give me the OG Charizard. That's number one. I think it, oh, actually, I can't say it's cooler that that this card. Cards seems pretty cool. <laughs> I'm kind of buying into the hype. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! It's a, uh, it's a black card. This is discard. With white font. This is oh gosh! No, no, no! I can't. No, no, no! I can't. I gotta go with the Charizard. I gotta be safe. No, you're not gonna get me. There's just a little too much hype in Larkana right now. I, I can't get. I can't buy into it. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll go with the discard because last time John said like. I'm not entirely convinced. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking. <laughs> he's talking about Connor Bedard. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, shoot. I don't know. There might be something with this Lorcana. <laughs> okay, forget it. Charizard. We're we're both going Charizard, Charizard. I guess. Wow. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, that- every every reasonable part of you tells you <laughs> it has to be Charizard. <laughs> Because, like, and I hope all the listeners will just, you know, when they get home, if they're driving right now while they're listening to the pod, or they'll pull over <laughs> and they'll just Google it, like, Enchanted Lorcana Discard. It's the most useless looking thing of all time. It's like when you open up, like, packs of football and they have those little cards that are like, oh, win a chance to go to the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl. And it's like, you know, like those little like mm-hmm. info cards. And just imagine like some like a holographic got like accidentally printed <laughs> onto one of those. Like, would that be valuable? Like, no. No matter how but rare. Maybe. Come on. Yeah. 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 So now I'm just like, like, I'm so unsure because everything tells you it has to be the Charizard. But I think I'm going to go with the enchant. Wow. The, the, I can't uh, believe it. The discard. I feel like I this discard card would collectors are weird from sports like we like weird bringing it to sports cards let's say printing plates never existed that wasn't a thing and all of a sudden you're ripping tops chrome and there's a shohei otani printing plate that was never supposed to be inserted and it's there i feel like it's kind of like that but i mean obviously it doesn't actually have a character it's not mickey mouse or anything but you know imagine a printing plate all of a sudden showing up in tops chrome and you're like, what is this? Why is this in here? And then, boom, you have a pretty crazy item, right? I think that's a really good way of... Mm. I mean, it's good and it's bad because... Bad because we all hate printing plates because they, they they put them in, like, too many yeah, of them. Like, exactly. Yeah. But if it... like if, if the way you described it, if it's like, all of a sudden, just one just popped out. And you're like, you've never seen right. it before. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty wild. <laughs> I'm going Lorcana. I'm, I'm convinced. John, come join me. You, you can flip. You can flip. Roy's going to be oh, shaking man, his know, head. Screw it. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to go Lorcana too. Let's, let's roll the dice. 
<laughs> you and I will will own the the only two in existence, and we'll just control the market. <laughs> It's hilarious. You know, I think we also broke a record for like, we're going to have another another potential poll that we could put up. Three yeah. three polls out of this one episode alone. Yeah, there you go. We're just making good content. It's a good sign for this podcast for 2024. Uh, uh, see, there you go. Will, Will's like, oh, this is stupid for 2024 to start the year off with this pick one. Yeah, right. I felt bad to bring it up. It ended up. Now I'm happy. <laughs> now I'm happy we did. All right. Uh, I like it. All right. <laughs> it was, Definitely provide entertainment. Okay, John, you have one? So I have one written down. It, it's a pretty yeah. standard 1v1 that would probably be helpful to collectors. But with Will here, I, I got to switch it up. I got to go back to hypothetical, something that is absolutely <laughs> not helpful to any of our listeners. And okay. uh, I think it'll be good because, Clark, I mean, I, I we talked about this one last week. Um, but yeah. I think Will would be... I want to hear what Will has to say. Okay, <clears throat> right, right. So... Otani Bowman Chrome Superfractor Auto, the Holy Grail, versus okay. the Tops Now Otani Trout Dual Auto PSA 10 from Otani's personal collection. So the one that he has in his one collection, right? There's only two PSA 10s in yeah. existence. One is Trout's, one is Otani's. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And then there's a PSA 9 that is Otani's translator. So... The PSA 10 from Otani's personal collection, let's say made available to you, maybe even Otani gives it to you himself, versus the Bowman Chrome Superfractor Auto Otani. What is the image for the Bowman Chrome Superfractor? Is that the one of him the, the throwing, throwing? Where he looks like he's where he looks like the crane. He looks like yes. he's toppling over. Yeah, yeah. And what's the auto? The grade on it. I mean, what's the auto? No, no. What does the auto look like? It's his uh, second you. auto. You know, the the one that's kind of like a scribbly line. Oh, okay. It's not the it's kanji. Not the kanji no. no. It's like the one that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But that is probably considered the Holy Grail Otani card. But let's say Otani hands you from his personal collection the tops now... Like, World Baseball Classic Dual Auto PSA 10. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when we talked about that Brady Bowman Chrome. Mm-hmm. It's like that that card shouldn't be cool. It wouldn't be cool for most people. But like that top like tops now is garbage, right? <laughs> but that tops now right. card is really really special. Yeah, it's Super Factor Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Super Factor Auto. Well, okay. Wow. Why? That goes against all your reasoning for the Tom Brady that you chose you, before. Yeah, yeah, it is. And like for me, like I always love collecting like weirder cards from a player. Like I don't like I love the first year rookies, of course, but like I'll love like a fifth year veteran card where it's like it's a really beautiful looking card. Like like Jose Batista's bat flip card, for example. That's yeah. That's not a rookie card. That's like he's like twelve years into his career at that point. But the art on that card is so beautiful. So I love those kinds of cards, and that's where the tops now is kind of getting me. But the allure of having the Bowman Chrome Superfactor Auto of the greatest player of all time, I can't say no. Mm. Yeah, go Super Auto. 
Wait, what did you guys pick? I don't remember. I don't remember listening to this. No, this I, was, it was we, it was off air. Oh, it was mm, off air. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So I want to I want to hear what you guys say. Maybe I'll maybe I'll change my mind. I think I chose. I can't remember what I chose to get everyone for talking about, but I think I chose the super fractor as well. Did I? I don't. Remember. I can't remember. But I can't remember. But I think it's because what you're talking about before about like John, where you know this whole Tom Brady thing is just a marketing thing. Whereas Shohei, he's an actual player proven. And this is actually his rookie card. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's not just a marketing thing. So I think it'll retain its value because of that. Cause he's such an awesome player. So that's why. And the other reason why I think I mentioned is like, I would feel too guilty trying to like sell the tops now card. Cause he would know exactly where it came from. <laughs> it's like, this, is a, this is a one of two buddy. I gave it to you yeah, yeah. and you're listing it on uh, golden auctions. So, <laughs> Thank you. Like, Shohei. This it. means so much. I, I'm, I'm so happy right now. And then next day, golden auctions. And then, and they're like, but remember what you did to the blue Jays? Yeah. I'm selling it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So super fractor auto for me as well. Oh, but it has both their autos. Yeah. It's a yeah, it's the, an awesome card. This though. is no a, doubt. This is a tough one. I for me, I think those two cards would be the holy grails if it was ever made available. I think they would. It, I actually personally think it could compete with the super fractor. If we're being honest, maybe I'm a bit uh, too optimistic about that. But I am. I am going to pick the tops now card. It's not as pretty. It's tops now. Hmm. But that's what collectors want now. I think the new age of collectors want to see, uh, yes, they want rarity, but they're kind of moving away from what production makes, you know, uh, as rare or or defines as rare versus what is actually rare and what is actually cool and worthy of an amazing, amazing top tier collection. And I think... The Otani Trout from his Otani's personal collection. Like if that ever got out and was in the hands of somebody, you know, and, and maybe PSA relabels it. You know how they had the uh, sometimes for like very iconic collections, they'll label it and it, it gets relabeled as the Otani collection PSA 10. So you can define whether this is Otani's one or Mike Trout's one. I think they would, you, they could make that exception. I think it'd be just way, way too cool. And have investment value all around PC collection investment whatever it would suck that you probably couldn't sell it because you know <laughs> if Otani handed to you like man that's a pretty sentimental gift but yeah <laughs> yeah I, I okay give give me the tops now I think uh I think that that would be just way too crazy of a card to own and and it's it goes beyond sports card collectors I think memorabilia collectors would also be Big time in on that card. True. I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Another poll. We're at four polls now that we can uh, <laughs> that we can use for from this episode. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a more sensible one. Someone's got to bring it back down, right, to, to reality. So my pick one, actually, this is the one I say from before um, uh, in, in, in 2023, but I'll use it now. Um, and this is when we're talking about hockey cards which didn't get recorded but here it is uh the crosby young guns psa 10 all right pop count of 1057 okay 
versus Ovechkin Young Guns PSA 10, pop count of 1184. So about the same, 1100, let's say, in the middle. But the Crosby Young Guns um, last sold for 2500, PSA 10, and the Ovechkin sold for 4000. I'm going to a little bit of asterisks, but I, I think you guys, you know what I'm after, right? So I think you would think Crosby. the easy answer is going to be Crosby, but I'm actually going to go Ovi. And I say as- I say asterisks because I think it can get, I think it can go below 3,500. He's having a tough year. Um, I'm sure everybody still believes he's going to hit the record, but if you get some people that don't believe it's going to happen or they're not as excited as about it anymore because he maybe he'll sputter towards the finish line. Um, that's great for OV collectors because I think that's just going to give you some more buying opportunities. I think the volatility for OV is in more in the near future than it is. I'm after Crosby for more personal reasons. The future watch right. was something, a card that I always wanted. Uh, but investor wise, I think, I think OV is the pick. And I think you have to wait a little bit more to get a bit of a better price. But Ovi's the pick for me. Okay. Wow. Surprised. Mm-hmm. Will? Yeah. I think... Um, I don't know why, but I've always really liked Ovechkin more. I don't know why. I'm a bad... <laughs> I'm a bad Canadian. <laughs> I'm a bad, bad Canadian. I feel like, you know why? Because Ovi's flashy. He is. He has more of a personality. You know, Crosby's like, Crosby's like if you were to make a hockey player, that's how you would make him, right? Like, he's like, right. he's like Captain America. He's like always straight and narrow. He's He's always doing the right thing. I just feel like Ovi just has a little bit more flash, a little bit more pizzazz, and and that's what I'm going for. I'm going for more characters than than anything else. And I think hitting that record, Mm -hmm. and then like you're saying, his cards being down in value, I feel like there's more more room for growth there. So I'm going to go Ovi. Wow. I think um, I didn't expect this, but it's going to be Ovechkin sweep. I think. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of Young Guns. It's just like a base card yeah. for me, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like a, the PSA 10, the rarity is kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Manufactured right. almost, you know? It's just like there's so so many of them out there. Um, so it's really looking for that condition, the grade. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if I'm as an investment, like I'm looking at the peak prices of both. Um, Sidney Crosby... It went as high as five thousand, probably in twenty twenty one, right? Yep, twenty twenty one. And Ovechkin went as high as nine thousand. Okay, so almost double. And they've both gone down significantly. Obviously, five thousand to twenty five, so fifty percent for um, Sydney, and like more than fifty percent for Ovechkin since its peak. And with the with the you know him chasing the all time goring, like that's. That's, you know, I don't know what else will make Sidney Crosby's card rebound. You know, what what else he can do. Maybe win a couple more Stanley Cups, maybe. But we know that's hard to do, right, for any hockey player. And um, whereas Ovechkin, the goal record is just in his sight in two to three seasons. And, you know, if he stays healthy, we can, and he reaches that goal, then 
I could totally see the card rebounding at least, maybe not all the way up to 9,000, but maybe five, right. six. That's in the realm of possibility. Right. So for that reason, I'm going with Ovechkin. I wonder, well. I wonder if we're fooling ourselves and the goal record was already baked in last year. You know, his, his card popped already. And we're all thinking right, it's right. going up, it's going to go up, and he's actually going to get the record. Maybe he sputters towards it. He gets like 12 goals four seasons from now, and he hits the record. Everyone's going to be like, <laughs> yay, Ovechkin. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that is also possible. So, <laughs> But uh, like Crosby, uh, the argument still stands. I don't know what else it would take for his cards to at least have a chance to right. go up unless unless he wins a cup, which, you know, I don't know if that's a possibility. Um, more 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 of a possibility than Ovechkin eventually reaching yeah, his yeah. goal. I mean, for, I think for both of these guys, it's it's regardless, it's going to be a good investment because they're three, you know, T minus two, three, four seasons away from retiring. And I think they're going to be yeah. greatly celebrated in the hockey community. So either or is a great pick. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. And um, yeah, that's a wrap on the first episode of season four. As always, we appreciate all you guys tuning into the pod. You know, we got some cool stuff ahead this year on Cards to the Moon. You can expect more guests, more giveaways, more hobby content. And uh, we love it if uh, you all told your friends about our pod and uh, come join us every week. Okay. We'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at 5cardguys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards, or John at Trade You at Recess. You can also check us out at 5cardguys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.